You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. We are here at St. Anne's Catholic Church in Bismarck, North Dakota. I am Karen Slensky along with Father Craig Hochalter, the parochial vicar of St. Anne's. And we've had a great show so far today. We've had some wonderful guests. Um, and we are just looking forward to the ending of our show to speak about Epiphany. Um, but before we do that, um, we would just like to remind our listeners that we do have two fundraising banquets um, this year, 2023. Um, on Monday, February 6th, we are in Fargo with Dr. Ralph Martin as our keynote speaker. And on Tuesday, we are Tuesday, March 14th, we are in Duluth, Minnesota, and Dr. Ralph Martin will also be the keynote speaker there as well. He was our um, keynote in many of our banquets in 2022. Wonderful, wonderful message. And if you are interested, you can register at realpresenceradio.com. Um, we would love to see you there. Uh, some great opportunities, uh, great communities at, at both those places. Again, the dates are Monday, February 6th in Fargo and Tuesday, March 14th in Duluth, Minnesota. So we are back at the end of our show, Father Holcalter, and you are the guest. <laughs> yes, thank you for having me this morning, Karen. It's wonderful to be with you this morning, and thanks for the invitation to be a guest and the co-host of this morning's show. Yes, and I, I so appreciate um, everything you do. You um, have just been an inspiration mm. to me You're as welcome. well. You know, I, I met you over a year and a half ago, kind of got thrown into a show in Dickinson, and, <laughs> and it, was, it was fun, and we kind of just clicked, so thank you for that. You're welcome. Yes, yeah. it's, um, I'm blessed to be a part of the radio station and yeah. to help bring Jesus uh, over the airwaves. Yes, and you know, just another shout out to our listeners. Um, we are 100% listener supported, and thank you to everyone for your contributions in 2022. Without you, we would not be doing this show. So, um, amen, alleluia, and, and thanks be to God. Well, once we get like a, a, a kind of a, a trendy, flashy name for like the Karen and Father Craig show or something like <laughs> that. Yeah, we need we need some sort of, you know, like Good Morning America, live with whatever. <laughs> then uh, 2024, watch out. We need, we need another yeah. calendar year, 12 more months, and then 2024, watch out, because we'll... Uh, We'll go global. Well, Millions of views and, and listeners. Yes. <laughs> well, we are. Let's let us. You know, let's start with what does Epiphany mean? I mean, you know, it's uh, it's one of those unusual words, but very um, close to everyone's heart. Yeah, you know, Karen, when you asked me to if I would co-host today, uh, it, it's great because I mean, I, I'm happy to co-host anytime. But I think a lot of us priests, uh, although it can be. Uh, burdensome. There is such richness in preaching uh, these days of Christmas, and and priests know, and and lay faithful know, you know. Uh, but a lot of people I don't think know that Christmas, you know, is a season that extends beyond just twenty fourth and twenty fifth of December, and and all the days not only leading up to you know the final days of Advent. I think, although they're so busy in our in our you know non faith lives, right? We're mm-hmm. We have this duty, right? We have this invitation by our Lord to to integrate, to make sure that our faith lives are guiding and influencing, are really are the the foundation for what we do the other, you know, 23 hours of the day if we're not at Mass, if we're not going to the sacrament of confession, if we're not praying. 
and and beginning really with that last week of Advent through the baptism of the Lord, which is Monday, Karen, next Monday, January. Help me out with the dates. What is that? The today's fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. The eighth. January yes. 8th. So January eighth is when that uh, the Christmas season liturgically closes. It closes, and so. Just prior to the baptism of the Lord, which is next Monday, we have Epiphany Sunday. And Epiphany kind of concludes the Christmas season on a higher level. It's a solemnity. It's always celebrated the second Sunday after Christmas. We we had a unique year this year because Christmas was on a Sunday. Yes. And so, as you know, and as many of our listeners know, Holy Family of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph is celebrated the Sunday after Christmas. Although this year, that day was devoted to uh, the solemnity of the Mother of God, Mary. And that was on New Year's Day, January 1. So then this next Sunday, um, January 8th, will be Epiphany Sunday. Epiphany is just another word of saying uh, it's cognate, or when you put two words together, uh, it means manifestation or a showing, right? A revealing of something to something else. Uh, in this case, right, it's uh, revealing someone to someone. And we know the characters. I mean, we teach this in our youngest of grades in, in schools. Uh, our Lord was revealed, you know, as the Savior of the world to the Gentiles. Uh, we often take it for granted that our Lord was born and raised into a dominant Jewish Right, uh, if you were like a mono-religious c- culture, and <laughs> for those of us that are familiar with the Gospels, this got him into trouble, and because his saving mission was to save all, and because uh, he's a God of love, right? And in his friendships, why he went to tax collectors and prostitutes, but then calling those closest to him, right, the apostles, uh, namely Peter, James, John, but then also the other nine. He, he brought these men to befriend him and to be in relationship with him so that they could go out to all the ends of the earth, right? To go out uh, to all the nations, agentes, and, and kind of the first act of that was when he was just a baby. And so what we know as kind of the feast or the solemnity of the three wise men, the magi, right? The three kings, mm-hmm. we know liturgically is Epiphany, Epiphany Sunday, which is this Sunday, and what that means is that our Lord wanted to reveal himself not only to the Jewish people, uh, most notably Joseph and Mary and the shepherds, but also to the people from, I guess, directionally the east, which would be the three magi, the three wise men. And so the wise men represent uh, the Gentile, the, 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 the Gentiles. And that's you and I. Because I don't know any Jewish history in your ancestry, and I know I don't have any. Nope. Can't say I do. I am uh, 100% Christian across the board, yep. and uh, uh, but all the more reason, right? Thank God that we have the missionary efforts of the church to bring Jesus and his saving power to all of us, Karen. So why did the Magi go to, to Herod, though? I mean, you know, what was the what was the meaning behind that? Yeah, so I think there's a lot of... That's a great, it's a rich question. That alone could be a homily. Um, and I, by no means, I don't have a book, you know, like in draft form. Like, what does the epiphany mean by Father Craig Holcalter? I don't, <laughs> I am by no means, I, I'm learning like the rest of us. But it seems like the three magi would have went to Herod because what King Herod had in common with the magi, and although we do traditionally, right, we, we give them the title kings, 
they would have been. I mean, I, I think theologians and, and scholars and saints, you know, I think most of them would recognize some sort of ruling dimension in their lives, right? If they weren't kings of nations, they, they were at a level of society that they were making decisions, they were rulers of some sort. And yeah, sure, in some sense, kings of something, or, or they would carry some sort of royalty dimension, right? They, they had dimensions of royalty. So in that, they, they would share this kind of like class of society, right? They had this commonality that, you know, you, you, you think of like teachers to, speaking to teachers, cops. I, I remember we, I had a great priest friend that, that, would, that, would, that would encourage priestly fraternity saying that priests should hang out with priests. Priests should befriend priests because we know the trenches, right? And he would use the, the, the image of cops. Mm. Uh, for those of you, the, for those of you listening who are maybe you are cops, but cops hang out with cops. Mm-hmm. It's this like reality of you know of of like society, and so we could imagine that although they weren't from the area, and we could posit and we could believe that they were from you know distant lands, that they were from countries and nations not relative to um, Israel that they would have had this commonality of like, we're all men of power. We're men of riches. Mm-hmm. We're men of knowledge. And so to answer your question, that would be one of the easy bridges of why they would have, you know, a kinship with Herod. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they brought the gifts. And, and I think the gifts are always um, interesting. So... Um, and just curious, the gifts, do they have a meaning? They do. Yeah. Yeah, so, so yeah, so gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Mm-hmm. The levels, I think, I mean, depending on who you read, Karen, I think there's, there's maybe two or three levels of, of, of symbolism in them. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one that comes to mind, and I'm not sure this is the most important, uh, but the first, right, so to recognize that the names given to the three magi, the three kings, are Caspar, Gaspar, uh, either with a C or a G, uh, Melchior, and Balthazar. Um, that gold, frankincense, and myrrh, right, is in the tradition. It is um, based upon what we believe. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh would have represented the dimensions of Jesus' life that he he has been, um, that he gives to us. So Jesus as priest, Jesus as prophet, uh, and Jesus as king, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. gold for kingship, sure, right? Mm-hmm. Um, priest for the frankincense and for the prophet myrrh. And so, um, that, that would be, that, that would be the level, that would be one level of symbolism. But I do know there's, there's saints out there, right? And I would recommend, um, there's a couple of great um, little books out there. Um, Father Frederick Faber has a book called Bethlehem. Uh, it's more poetic in nature. It's longer. But I would, I would encourage, rather than sitting down and reading it, because it, 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 it can be maybe more poetic than people want in, in reading a book like that, and it is, it's more dense that way. Um, speaking of him, though, we, we prayed for a soul this morning, um, um, Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI, Pope Benedict XVI, Karen, uh, when he came out with, as a theologian under Ratzinger, uh, the Jesus of Nazareth books, I don't know if you remember oh, yeah. those. Yeah, there sure. was three of them. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and this one actually came out second, but he has, it's the shorter of the three, Jesus of Nazareth, and it's a purple or violet cover. He has one on the infancy narratives. So he, he provides this study that's really good. It's really profound. He's, he's so on point. And he, it's, it's a beautiful read any time of the year, but especially during Advent and Christmas. Jesus of Nazareth, Infancy Narratives by Rat Joseph Ratzinger is really good. And he answers this question much better than I do. Mm. Um, but I would, I, would, I would really advise that for anybody who wants to know more about the Epiphany to read Ratzinger's book, Joseph, uh, Jesus of Nazareth, the Infancy Narratives. You know, I think it's, I find it interesting because we had a, a, a group text going around with some people that said, asked, how long do you keep your Christmas tree up? And, the, you know, with <laughs> the, the materialistic world that we have, everybody puts everything up right after Thanksgiving and everybody is in a hurry to take it down. And, and there were a lot of people that said, you know, we leave it up until after Epiphany. And that's the way I grew up, mm -hmm. um, even though I don't follow that all the time. But we always, you know, we always left it up until Three Kings, you know, Epiphany. So um, I don't think there's any right or wrong, but there's something about that, I think. I think there is, you too. Know? And you'll even find um, not Christmas trees, maybe in the sense that we would recognize, but some sort of tree. Religious orders, sometimes if you go into religious houses, convents, or monasteries, they'll they'll keep it up through February in the presentation of our Lord, which is February oh. February second. Yeah, neat. Because that's kind of the final sure the final act we know of made yep. visible of His childhood. Yep. So, mm. well, that's pretty cool. I'm There's sure. a lot there. There's, There's so lot. much there. And, yeah. And you and I both, we know we we kind of get burdened and distracted by the secular nature of Christmas because it's yep. fun, right? It's emotionally yep. fulfilling, but yeah. there's so much depth to our faith when it comes to Christmas yeah. and Epiphany. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you, Father Holcalter. Appreciate your, your wisdom and your words. Um, thank you for inviting me to yeah. be a guest on the show today. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> on the cue fun. card. That's what guests are supposed to say. <laughs> well, we are going to send it to Fargo with uh, Teresa Curley. is going to give us a preview of the next show. Teresa? On the next Real Presence Live, Monday from 9 to 11 Central, Brad Gray and Janine Bitson are your hosts coming to you live from the Fargo studio. They'll visit with Janessa Philippi, who will give an update on what's happening at Down Home. Then, Harlow Broussard will talk about his new book, Meeting the Protestant Response. All this and much more on the next Real Presence Live, Monday from 9 to 11 Central. Back to you. Thank you, Teresa. That will be an exciting show. And to all of our listeners, thank you for tuning in. You know, Karen, it's, uh, it's interesting as we begin uh, hosting shows here in the new calendar year, uh, the idea of resolutions, I think, is near to people. Mm -hmm. And and I try, really, like in the whole month of January, I think, in, in my preaching efforts, I try to bring that into our faith, you know, and all the great saints, especially the mystics, that gave us spiritual advice. Your St. Teresa of Avila's, your St. Francis de Sales, um, even those that maybe are, are lesser known. And, and to yesterday's saint, St. Elizabeth Ann Seton. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the idea of making resolutions is so important to our faith that we're resolute, right? Where we, we make promises, we have convictions, we make commitments to our Lord uh, forever we might do for him and what we, he wants, what we want him to do for us. And that's how I want to end the show today uh, to you, to all of our listeners is as, as many petitions as you want to offer our Lord. And we should do that. That's, uh, I mean, that's why we're here on earth is to, to worship God as Father and Creator and to bring Him our needs. Um, 
make that known to him. You know, uh, reveal, like, have a, uh, give him your own epiphany of, of what you want him to do for you. And, and rather than being so active on what we want to do for him, and we are, right? I mean, Real Presence is a significant, you know, vehicle in serving the Lord and the church in such a great way on the radio. Uh, make it for 2023, if we could all make a resolution of making known to Jesus what we want him to do for us. Because he is God. He is the Lord. He is yes. the king. And he has come. He is born into our world. And he's born into our hearts to save us. And in him being a savior, he wants to do things for us too. And, and, and that is his mission, right? As he says to the blind Bartimaeus, what can I do for you? And Bartimaeus asks for his sight and our Lord grants it. Uh, Karen, we may not be blind, but there's things in our hearts that we want our Lord to do. And so to you listeners, thank you for tuning in and do that. And not only pray for Real Presence Radio and for all of her efforts, but in your own hearts, give those to our Lord, especially as we celebrate the three kings this Sunday. Whatever gifts you'll bring to him, know that Jesus wants to bring gifts to you, most especially himself, his body and blood in the Eucharist. Until next time, Karen, it's been great to be with you. Yes, thank you. Merry Christmas to all of you and a blessed new year. And as we celebrate the Epiphany here this Sunday, we go to those three kings and ask for their faith as well. Have a great day. Thank you. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live. Local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.